Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Hello, listener, and welcome to Spot Orbit from the Leadership Bunker Studio. It's great to have you join us today, where we are going to be discussing a whole lot of sport news across the world and also in depth analysis we'll be bringing to you right on this episode. I remain Olawale Ayeni and I'll be your presenter for today's show. And with me here in the studio is the sport editor, our leadership newspaper, Sally Fusman. It's great to have you join us today. Thank you, Mr. Wale. Good morning. We're back again. Okay, uh, we are starting uh, straight uh, from the news coming out uh, from uh, the Nigerian Football Federation where uh, the NFA has been given 90 days ultimatum uh, to amend uh, its status. This is coming uh, from the Professional Football Footballers Association of Nigeria has served a 90 days mandatory notice on uh, to uh, the Nigerian Football Federation to amend its current status uh, which is uh, dated at 2010. This is coming at the nick of uh, about uh, less than one year, uh, the NFF will be having its uh, gen- uh, general uh, congress, which a new president uh, would be elected. How do you see this uh, ultimatum uh, by the Professional Football Association of Nigeria? Yes, I foresee another fresh crash is bringing up in Nigeria for football federations. All is ahead of the forthcoming elections, which is coming up in next year. Remember, the, the, the incumbent president, Amadou Pinikin, has made it clear that he's not going to contest for another time. Although he's Nigerian, he can decide to sing his mind. The report <laughs> has been on that uh, he will want to contest uh, for a top 10 bid uh, that he's talking about uh, the president, Amadou Pinik. Well, he has said it initially that he's not going to contest, and that's why I say this is a Nigerian. He can also change his mind because nobody wants to leave office. And that is why this is coming up. And uh, you can see that some people who have been sought out for a very long time, people like Barbote, Harris, Jaras, Ahmed, Adamas, Nemed, and so on, a whole lot of them met in Delta yesterday in Warren and decided to give this ultimatum that yes, NFF must admit it's taxed. And they are particularly about the uh, article 221, mm-hmm. subject 1 and 7 to be amended. Mm-hmm. So let us have it go. Either the NFF will heed into the advice or not. They say three months or the mentor. After the three months, we'll see what's going on. But after that, they are going to give a, go for a legal action. Mm-hmm. So we watch out for another crisis in Nigeria football. We should, work out, we should watch out for another crisis uh, in uh, Nigerian football. Just uh, to let you know that. Uh, According to the statement uh, signed by the chairman and facilitator Harrison Jella, secretary, and also Edima Afulodu was also one of those uh, people that actually you know, signed uh, that communique. I'm sure the communique uh, by now should have been you know, forwarded uh, to the NFF secretariat uh, right about now. I think if you look at the people who signed this statement, people like that you did, this is a former supplier, go, go for it. Flesse, I will love it. These are notable names in Nigeria football. Not all that Austin or Purple. So you can't just wish them away. So they'll be ready for a show off. So the current board of NFL should be watched out and should be careful on how they would go about these issues if they don't want to throw Nigeria football into another crisis. Mm. The Nigerian Football Federation should actually you know, watch out and ensure that uh, uh, the status uh, is being you know, amended according to what uh, the Nigerian uh, professional footballers are saying right about now. From there, we'll move uh, straight uh, uh, talking about uh, 
uh, the to, to actually you know, reward uh, the, the the labor of our heroes past. Uh, this is actually you know, coming uh, from the Director General of National Council for Art and Culture, Otuba Olusha Gunroshewe, has charged all the states and uh, gov government across the country to immortalize our Nigerian sporting heroes uh, from uh, their domain. This uh, he gave the charge at uh, the Nigerian Olympic Asso Olympians Association award night where the veterans Olympics, including team captain to the Moscow 1918 and Olympics and former Quara State uh, Commissioner of Sports and Youth Development, Amedu Audu, XY uh, Green uh, Super Eagles Talisman, Shagun uh, or Degbami, and others. Uh, according to him, he's just calling. Uh, the state government uh, for them to actually you know appreciate and reward uh, uh, the, the labor of our heroes but do you think uh, this is uh, the right direction to you know to actually encourage younger generation who are going into the line of sports and who are you know gear, gear in to actually you know to do the nation proud in international competition you know the the nigerian uh, olympian associations mm for their maidens award on Thursday in Abuja. And if you look at that event, the cream the crimes in the sport, who is fought in sport, the former Olympians, all of them were there. You need to be there to look at this other event. And look this kind of the cross of Nigerian sports stakeholders who are that event. And person of Utubo speak passionately about the need to reward our past heroes and sportsmen. And he said that yes, for encouraging the young ones who are coming to this sport to do more, you need to appreciate their predecessors who have done well. Because if you if you watch your predecessors and the former Olympians struggling on how to even survive. So what is the need? Taking it to the sport. If those who take into the sport before you are struggling to even survive. So definitely it you suffer the discouragement today. And he said that yes, they need to be celebrated. You can give them any word, take care of them right? or name a street straight a street after them so that they can be remembered. Okay. In the person of our forest and uh, Hamid Adio, I only know him as a journalist. He's retired as a general manager of uh, NT. I never know that he's an athlete until on Thursday. So he was even a team, a, a team captain of Nigeria County to the Olympics. So people like uh, uh, Amit that you named them, Degbami, Ajataus, and the rest. So uh, who have contributed to the development of this sport, who have done Nigerian proud, should be appreciated. And, and at the same time, the state government should heed into this advice. Of course, mm. uh, the state government, you know, have to actually, you know, uh, see that they get to reward the hard work that uh, uh, young Nigerians are putting just to, you know, uplift uh, uh, the image and to promote the image of Nigeria uh, going forward. She's talking about uh, Nigeria, but we'll move straight uh, to beach volleyball where Kenya beat uh, a Nigerian to pick uh, the Olympic uh, qualification uh, ticket. It was just so sad that right there in uh, Morocco, Nigerian lost uh, uh, the final match game against the uh, Kenya and it ensured that uh, we are out of uh, the Tokyo Olympics. So what does it mean for Nigeria? Because I know uh, at this point in time, beach volleyball are just starting, just starting, you know, to gain its ground in Nigeria. But just so sad, uh, we lost out uh, against uh, Kenya. Does it mean that the Kenyans are more exposed than us? I don't think that the uh, beach volleyball is just starting to gain its ground in Nigeria. In 2015, we're the best in Africa. Win the gold medal at the All, Af All Africa game. And at the same time, five years ago, we lost narrowly the ticket to uh, Egypt. 
and at the same time, the same thing happened yesterday again. So I was a bit sad about it. I expected that, that this team is going to go for Olympic or this year. But unfortunately, the team they did their best, put on their best, they give the take Kenyans a run for their game. But unfortunately, they, could, they couldn't make up. Well, just like the the president of the the sure the chairman of the technical committee of the NBBF, say that yeah. He talks up for the girls and give them that all hope is not lost. They can you beat up from them, competing for the world world for that is coming down and see how it goes. Yeah, but they did really did well. Just to let you know that, that the East Africans humble uh, the Francis Udumole side at uh, 2-0 at uh, 21-17 in the first set and 21-10 uh, to 10 in the, the second set to ensure that uh, uh, they win the Continent Cup in uh, Morocco, mm. uh, the one that happened on Sunday. At this point in time, we know... For you to get to the mm. final, I think this game, after all, I'm not supposed to. Of course, for them getting to the final, they have, uh, shows that uh, they have improved from uh, their last outing and we just want to wish them all the best in their future endeavors. Uh, we should actually you now start preparing for uh, Paris 20, uh, 20, uh, 2024 at this point in time. Uh, so we'll reach out at the Nigerian Volleyball Federation all the best in their future endeavors. So I will go back uh, straight uh, to football. We're harnessing football talents to stimulate community development. Uh, this is coming out uh, from no other person than the Emir of Bauchi. Uh, the Emir of Bauchi, Alaji Rulwan Adamu, has declared that harnessing football talent would stimulate uh, the development of communities around uh, the country. Uh, the Emir stated this when he man of the African Child Talent Discovery Foundation, Mr. Noah Delas, along with ex and Nigerian Football International, visited him in his palace on a Sunday. Will you agree with uh, the Emir that? Uh, uh, harnessing football talents will actually you know, bring about uh, development in uh, various communities. Yeah, you have not seen anything new. And we all know. For instance, look at uh, Sadio Mani. Hmm? How much is, is he invested in the building of, of his community? He has donated about 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds, to build a hospital in his community. Who never even have a house at hospital before. He has also contributed in the building a mosque and building this in his community. That is why one talent from one community alone and see what he has contributed to the development of his community. So likewise, like the, the MERC, development, the discovery of talent from a community who bring names to that community and inspire development. You know, most of all the players that are here, you see how most they are contributing to their, their communities. So it's a good one. Yes, definitely. If you are from a community and you are developed from that community, you will be known with that community and you will be your name, you will be an image maker, projecting your image. And that is development to your community. Yes. So, of course, it's actually you no know, good uh, for we to actually you know, develop uh, football generally because we know that is as the, the number one sport and that is actually you no know, no leading the world at this point in time. There is every need for all hands to be on deck, stakeholders to come rather than support. There are so many people on the streets, so many youths, you know, are looking forward to be engaged in meaningful endeavors. I feel if they can be able to, you know, engage them in this uh, meaningful act, uh, it will actually you know, develop so, our community. Especially, especially in, the, in, the, in the Northeast, that the Bauchi that this minister got because you saw a lot of youth roaming the street and i also commended the the, the, the chairman of the african discovery talent Fund for taking that initiative to the northeast that is the right place to even go that yeah that's good in that yeah. particular side because we know down down the side uh, they are very very developed when it comes 
uh, to sporting activities. Uh, from there, we'll go to uh, uh, another uh, another sport, talking about rowing and sailing. Uh, Federation news coming out from that particular one. The Olympic band athletes secure scholarship uh, for ahead uh, of uh, the Olympic Games. Uh, this was uh, actually you know, revealed by uh, the Rolling Federation of Nigeria that announced that uh, one of the top athletes has been given scholarship uh, for her to, you know, further education and also, you know, further uh, further development when it comes uh, to the game of rowing and sailing. Do you think this is the right time? Don't you think it's too late because the uh, uh, Olympic is just around the corner? Well, I know that uh, this scholarship will entail uh, education in the future and also some other, you know, training uh, engagement for her. But uh, do you think this is the right direction for us to, you know, follow for all our athletes? Because we know we have a lot of potentials in the country. No. Yeah, it is better likely than a number. Though it is coming later, just like you say, just in a month to the Olympic and you are giving yeah, that is good. And that will afford him opportunities to have access to some good facilities to also compete with some of the co-athletes that are going also going to into the Olympic. I think it's a good one and that will expose him to a lot of technicalities and going to it ahead of the Olympic. You have to have access to good good facilities and so on. So good. And, and I, I believe you're going to make much more use of that opportunity to be able to give Nigeria something to share. Okay. Uh, according to the Secretary of the Rowing and Kenu Sailing Federation, Olubumi Olude, I said this is a big booster for Nigerian females at home based qualifying rowing. And her coach, this will give her an ample opportunity to prepare well for the Olympics. The training program will grant her access to the best rowing coaches access to modern and best rowing boats and other equipment. In addition, she will have the opportunity to train and compete with already qualified athletes from Asia and Africa in that particular one. So we wish all the best. We yeah. hope that she gets to win our medals for Nigeria when the Olympic Games start properly in Tokyo. Okay, from there uh, we'll return back uh, to football where uh, we're talking about uh, the Nigerian Football League right about now. Results are coming out from uh, the league that was played yesterday as at different match day center. So, uh, Nassau United defeating uh, Rivers United in Lafia 2-1. Castina United were 1-0 winners over Aquai United at uh, the Amodu Diko uh, uh, Stadium uh, in Castina. Uh, Damawa United were 2-0 winners over Jigawa Golden Stars at the Platinum Stadium, Gombe. Uh, Kano Pillars defeated uh, FC Mbamba by Longo at uh, the San Abacha Stadium in Kano. Uh, Heartland uh, defeated MFM at the Okiku Township Stadium. Wikitories also, there were 1-0 uh, winners over Lobby Stars. Uh, also, Choir United uh, defeated Sunshine Stars. Uh, Abia Warriors also uh, fall uh, to Dankada FC at the Imba Township Stadium, while Plateau United and the Yimba played a 0-0 draw while Warriors and also Rangers United defeated Warriors in that particular one. Looking at uh, the MPFL uh, match day 29 results, which uh, particular match, uh, which particular result uh, do you see was a surprise uh, for you when you actually saw the result? There's no more surprise in the uh, yesterday match, but the only surprise I can see that if is a uh, uh, anybody went to Plateau United and for them to go to draw. So, uh, what you hope they are not, been do, not doing well this season. So, I'm not surprised that the Ranger was, was able to beat them at home. Okay, likewise, 
the Dakar FC, the team has been very consistent, consistent, and uh, they were able to beat uh, to beat the Abia Warriors. Abia Warriors lost their last match. They lost their match to uh, uh, to their city rival, Eniba yes, Eniba, on Thursday on Thursday, yes. and they were, three days later that they were playing again, and they were also lost it. Yes. So, but. It is true that there's a lot of competitions in Nigeria League this season. Let's say that we recorded that is two away goal, two away goal and one draw. Yeah. And, that, and if you look at it, if you look at the table now, yes, though Aqua United they lost, they lost, but they still maintain the team in the pool. Bye. Of course, no doubt about it. Out of uh, the match day 29, Aqua United are sitting at the summit of the MPFL with a 53 pointer from 29 games, followed by Nassau United with 52 points, Kano Pillars are in third with 52 points, Aqua United are in fourth with 49 points, Rivers United, so sad that they lost that game against uh, the Solid Miners in Lafayette Stadium. Uh, they are in fifth position uh, with 48 points, Ayimba followed. Uh, Rangers, Lobby, Plateau, Heartland FC, Dankada, MFM, Abia Warriors, Castina United. Uh, then the bottom three we have uh, Sunshine Stars, Worry Wolf, uh, Adama United, uh, and Adama United in that uh, particular one. I'm kind of concerned uh, with the performance of Aqua United this season. One manager who is actually you know, coaching them, Kennedy Boboye, has you know, taxed his players uh, for them to take every match as a final if they want to actually win the MPFL. Do you see them you know, getting uh, to you know, snatch the MPFL title this season uh, at the, uh, the expense of the Yimba, Plateau United, Kano uh, Pillars and also Nassau United? From the way they are going, <laughs> but it's still tough. Mm. But from the way they are, you can see that yes, they they have a chance to win. Mm. And at the same time, if I thought they not win, I see them pick a coordinator ticket. Mm. Because if you look at the Tembu, mm. Nasarawa United, mm. Kano Pillars, the only people that I can see that will give them the rest of their money mm. is Kano Pillars. Nasarawa United, you can see well, they have they have consistent distance, but you can mm. still give them that I hope that they, they will going to maintain it. This. Mm. But if you look at the, the point difference, it's just one point. Nasarawa United and Kano Pillars are tied on the 52 to 52 point. But Nasarawa has a better goal difference. Ayima has played some matches. They have played 27 matches and they have 48 points. And they have two games at hand. If they get to win that particular one, uh, that will actually, you know, uh, take them to the top of the table. Do you see them, you know, getting to win uh, their uh, two outstanding matches? Well, if they win that two hours starting match, if they win, that will give them six points. Yes. Six points from 48, that would give them 54 points. Yes. One point and ahead of uh, yeah. Aqua United. Well, ordinarily, that means they have a chance, and Enjiba uh, is a new, new team. So let's see how it goes. But the league this season is very, is very competitive. This season is very competitive. No team is actually sure of what their, their current spot at this point in time. Everybody will want to fight for every point in the MPFL because I know that some home teams will want to get to win their home matches and see if they can go away and pick up a draw. I think that will be a good result for them. But at this point in time... Even Kora United also have a chance. They still have a match in hand. Of course. Uh, so? Well, United uh, 20, uh, have played 28 matches and they have 49 points. So, 
if they win their stand, yeah, that'll give them that points. Yeah, that will go second, uh, joined with uh, Nassau United. So there is a whole, whole lot of uh, match watching clash uh, in the MPFL. We just keep our finger crossed, and we also uh, we keep you updated as results are uh, turning in the MPFL uh, 2021 uh, season. So we we'll move away from. And uh, the MPFL, and we go to talk about uh, our own Nigerian stars, Super Ego stars, are uh, flying the trade abroad. Where I tell you that Tottenham Hotspur has targeted uh, Victor Seme as Hurricane uh, replacement. We know that rum uh, rumors are coming out, rumors are coming out uh, that uh, Hurricane want to leave at the Tottenham Stadium and pitch his center at, at the ATM uh, Stadium. Do you think uh, it's a good move uh, for Semi leaving Napoli at Tottenham to replace Hurricane? Hmm. Well, uh, if you're looking at Napoli's and uh, Tottenham, mm. and if you ask me, will he, uh, he sure leaving Napoli to uh, so he went there last season. But if you have, if you don't opinion, I advise him to leave. Because Tottenham will give him more opportunities, and he will be more. As I said, not forgetting the the racism in, in Italian club. But if he sees the coach that brought him to the to Napoli has left, uh, Gattuso. It's no more the, the coach. They have a new coach. I don't know how that he's going to be favored that the new coach or not. But if I if he this matter, I am his agent. I advise him to quickly leave and go to the Tottenham. Going to Tottenham, has it been terrific for Napoli in the last season? Because we know that at this point in time, his price value has dropped. Not just of Victor Semer, the likes of Alex Wobi, the likes of uh, Samuel Kalu, uh, Chukwizi also. Uh, do you think that uh, he has what it takes to actually, you know, marshal out uh, defenders in the MPF uh, in the uh, English Premiership? You know, last season, the guy had injuries problem. And uh, that is why every club knew that uh, uh, he is still a young, young boy and he still has his chance to develop. Notwithstanding the injury problem he has, he has last season, even when he comes up, he still would try to show some skills and so therefore the story is still made up. Made up. So for, for Tottenham to look at, at his direction, then what he says and what he can do. So if I, I have to advise you, like, you should leave and go to Tottenham. Because if coming to, uh, in the first place, I was saying in support of his move. To Napoli. Napoli because I never like him. If I were with him, that he could have still remained in in New in France. In France, oh. not to just the way he just jumped and went to Napoli. And see what happened to Napoli? It was a big like, money signing. No player would want to resist at such a much watering deal in that particular yeah, one. Yes, we are in football to make money, but mm -hmm. at, at your age, at your, you should also look like the football side of it. Mm. Not just jump on the money. Of course, I mean, I, I really want to see that uh, move uh, pull through. We should see him play in the English Premiership. And uh, for me, I think he has a whole lot uh, to offer for Tottenham uh, in the absence of Hurricane uh, because we know he's a very lanky striker, uh, very powerful with the ball, very, very good when it comes uh, to holding the ball and, you know, giving, uh, giving a, a wonderful finishes in, in, in that particular one. So I want to wish uh, Victor Semi all the best as he continued to improve on himself and also in his career. So, we move away from uh, Victor Semer, we return back to another Super Eagles uh, striker that is talking about uh, Sadiq Umar, his second, his club in uh, Spain that is talking about uh, La Liga's second outfit, Al Maria, are uh, looking for £26 million pounds, uh, uh, for him uh, to be, you know, signed. We know that uh, other European clubs have been interested in signing uh, Sadiq Umar. Do you think uh, this 
price tag is actually you no. Know, uh, does it worth the price tag? Because we know that uh, if it is uh, in the English press, we know uh, they get to hype their players to the highest level. They get to want to you know uh, make sure that uh, the player has been it's been, it's been signed for a record deal. But looking at his performance in Almeria last season, we know he was one of the best uh, player in, in that particular league. He scored 20 plus goals for uh, Almeria in the La Liga 2. Uh, do you think 26 million is too small for Sadiq Kumar? You know, last season he scored 23 goals and provided nine assists. I think that's a very good for a striker for scored a 28, 28 goal in one season and nine assists in all competition. In all competition. Mm. That is a very good and that is good to him. Mm. But I don't, I don't, I don't see the money, the price tag on him. Mm. <laughs> I think I don't think he's worthy of that, that money at the moment because he's playing, he's playing in Armadia. But let's see how it goes. And not, not much of the club have been so interested in him for now, except the rumor that has been rumor. Hmm. Of course, uh, uh, we just want to uh, uh, say that uh, Sadiq Kumar was also part of the uh, the dream team that went uh, to play at uh, the last Olympics where uh, they actually won the bronze medal with uh, uh, Samson Sias. So we know he's a very lanky striker, a terrific striker, very, very good with the ball and uh, the arena ball. We just hope that uh, he gets that to, to, to leave uh, the La Liga second tier league and also get a good club that he will play and showcase his talent so that we can also we can always have option if uh, Victor Seme is not there for the Super Eagles, we can actually you know, uh, get to you know call for his services and that's I mean, a particular one. To him, what is matter at this time mm. is to get a club that will give him the platform, a club that will give him opportunity to play, mm. not just to come and sit on the beach. I think if the Almarias are, are willing to let him go, he should also be willing to look at any club that comes for us and if the Premier League come, come for him, mm. not with the status of the club, provided if they are playing in the, uh, in, the in, the in, in the Champions League mm. or in the, in the Premier League or mm. being the lower team in the Premier League, then he should join, he should take that opportunity and move. Yes, he should take the opportunity and move on. This uh, one is actually not coming from Samuel Tofiza that he wants uh, Ramos uh, to join the Barcelona. We already know that uh, Ramos has agreed to terminate his contract with uh, uh Madrid and he's said to be a few transfer, a few a player at this point in time. But a uh, former Barcelona striker, former Cameroon striker, former African best player of the year for. God knows how many times, four, uh, four, four, four times, I uh, want uh, Ramos uh, to join uh, Barcelona, to join Messi. And also there's a rumor coming out that uh, the president of Barcelona also wants uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo to actually join uh, Barcelona in that particular. So do you see this uh, pulling through Ramos going to uh, Barcelona and uh, maybe eventually Ronaldo after uh, the Euro 2020 uh, going to join uh, Barcelona? Hi. I don't see this one coming out to play because Ramos, you know, apart, apart from the fact that those club, those Spanish players, like they are also addicted and they have an oath with the club they play for. If you are a man, we are a If you are Barcelona, we are Barcelona. So for 16 years, this guy's been in a, in Adi at the and in any of the time they play for S Classico. It's one of the key factors to look for out to look out for. So I don't see him switch quickly to starting wearing a Barcelona against a Real Madrid. 
Of course, he does not matter because at this point in time, we know uh, throughout his 16 years, he has won all the trophy uh, in in Spain that any player will want to win in that particular one. And we know how he how he actually you no know, terminated his contract uh, at uh, at his, uh, Santiago Bernabeu because we know that he requested for a two-year deal. While uh, the president that is talking about Perez uh, didn't agree, uh, he actually you offered know, a one-year deal, but uh, he didn't actually you know get that. But I think he, he might want to actually you know spite uh, Real Madrid and join Barcelona. Uh, there's no big deal. Uh, if he eventually put out words to Ronaldo and say, "Hey, come and join me," uh, let's make up the uh, Ramos, uh, Messi, and Cristiano Ronaldo. So it's going to be like a Ram, <laughs> like a Ram squad at this point in time. So uh, we can never say never or never. It's not over until it's over. Let's see how uh, the uh, uh, how the transfer window uh, will come up. We know that uh, the transfer window will end in July next month. So let's see how it goes. We just have to, you know, uh, keep our finger crossed. But it will be it will be a very very good. Uh, it will be interesting for us to have Ramos, you know, playing for uh, for Barcelona. No doubt. Just like you can never say never. Just like in Nigeria, politicians, mm. you know, you see somebody is a PDPD tomorrow, you want to you say, no, he can't go. Mm. Just, it's also a player. A player mm. may tell you, say, no, 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 it's not true, it's not true. But by tomorrow, you see him signing for that club. Mm. So, but this one, <laughs> it's not impossible, it's but it's, it is likely, it's unlikely to play out. Mm. It's not impossible, way. but it's unlikely uh, right. to. To, to play out but one thing I can tell you that uh, at this point in time is is impossible for uh, Serena Williams to actually you know, play at the Olympics as uh, she has joined at uh, the likes of uh, Rafael Nadal to actually you know quit uh, uh, to uh, to compete uh, for United States at uh, the upcoming uh, 2020 Olympic Games so sad uh, she will not be competing at the Olympics uh, what is your reaction about uh, Serena Williams uh, missing out out of uh, the Olympics does it mean that we are not going to have that uh, glamour effect uh, we know that uh, uh, players like you know, Osaka may actually eventually you know, withdraw uh, from that uh, particular uh, event. Uh, but do you think uh, uh, absent uh, will actually you know, not bring the feeling that we used to have uh, uh, in the Olympic Games when it regards uh, the tennis event? You know, uh, talking of Olympic, I don't think Serena will have won anything to play for again in the Olympic. Mm. He has played in the Olympic, he has won three gold medals mm. in single, four gold medals in double. So what is it there to be win again? Yes. And at the same time, don't forget he has a daughter. Yeah. And the the, uh, the Olympic rules is that you separate people from the fans. That the fans are not even allowed. That means by that order, he cannot go to the Olympic with his daughter. And certainly, uh, don't joke with her daughter. So anything that to separate her from her daughter, I don't think he will take it like that. And that is what that's already coming out. Anything that will separate her from her daughter, she will not definitely. Uh, she will get to do away without uh, that also. Uh, time will actually you know, get us to separate uh, from talking sports at this point in time because uh, our time is up. Uh, then uh, it is uh, been a great uh, uh, pleasure having you uh, listening to us right here on Sports Orbit on uh, the Leadership Podcast. And it's, uh, it's been a great time uh, with you, uh, Mr. Sally Fusman. Uh, thank you uh, for coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Well done. Okay, I am Olawale Ayani. I say that we will meet again in the subsequent edition. Bye-bye for now. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.